have you heard of the 29th day syndrome it is a classical reflection of human behavior on day 1 when one goes to navigate a pond it is clear and allows a great navigation engagement and experience day 3 or 5 a few weeds appear and keep spreading but nothing that would impede the navigation come day 29 The morning one arrives to navigate the pond it is filled with weeds and obviously one cannot navigate on it the day 29 syndrome is not just the ability to anticipate it is a human condition to refuse learning when things go according to one's plan or at least that is what everyone thinks they believe they know everything there is to know about navigation We focus on all the wrong things such as the color of the boat, the costumes and so on in the name of engagement and experience. In this case, we fail to address the most important one that can impede the enterprise. The established incumbent businesses pay fines and spend more money to clear the mess they have created. But their business models have the buffer of money that stupid customers like you and me pay trapped in their monopolistic and manipulative business models that have mastered the craft of sales and marketing apple alphabet amazon meta uber at all carry on with impunity despite the gaping holes in their business models and operations supported by their institutional investors can the startups that have the potential to create not just products and services but a completely new era on this planet effort to imitate them well we need to design the way we think and create solutions for businesses to plug and play into them to create products and services design thinking must lead to designing new products and services that improve the quality of life this is the future of work that giga technologies is working towards transforming workforces and workplaces in every sphere of life to think act and alter behaviors intelligently connecting the creation to consumption digitally and challenge the big monopolies with open systems shifting the power of data autonomy from enterprises to individuals creating new synergies for a global ecosystem that supports open shared collaboration and co-creation powering digital systems that enable a higher quality of life in every station of life that faces an existential threat including environment education health wealth mobility technology and governance at this time we hear conversations opening up to address the three problems facing life industry and customers consumers as one product market fit two lack of innovation and three go to market well instead of the conventional theory and workshops around design thinking being confused for design and doing a poor job of both giga technologies is bringing a working operative model for learning in action to pursue excellence that addresses the causation rather than just the symptoms of the crises we face today
Hi, my name is Venkateshwara Jagadeesan and uh, I am from Tamil Nadu. We have a company, it is Rapid Fly Private Limited. I am the founder and CEO of the company. Myself, uh, Nihal Kulkarni. We are working in uh, Yellow Candy Technology, that is our company. And mainly we work in smart home segment. I am uh, Shamik and I currently uh, function as the CEO of Antos Smart Mobility. Hi, I am uh, Vikas. I am a CEO and co-founder of a company called Gift and Minds Learning Private Limited. We have developed a product called uh, uh, RF Power, which is a portable power station. What problem we are trying to address is in smart home market, many people buy the products but they don't use it. So we are trying to develop an interface which is very friendly. So that is the whole purpose of our company. Altor is primarily born out of the need for safety. We have been stressing on this for a while throughout our journey. That safety is the sector we want to focus on and currently we have our first range of smart helmets which are out in the market and we are receiving some great feedback for the product. We also want to venture into several other aspects you know encompassing the whole safety atmosphere where we add value to the consumers. It's an edtech but the way we you know explain it is unlike other edtechs who are purely digital online learning YouTube videos we are completely on the other end of the spectrum. So we are all about hands-on practical learning. It's pretty compact, pretty light, 14 kg of altogether weight. Powers are normal uh, average household for more than 48 hours. Fully functions without any rewiring. It serves as a UPS and you can port it anywhere you want. You can carry it in car. You can add an additional range of another 100 kilometers for all the electric cars as well with our product and it powers with solar, it powers with AC power, it powers with any uh, generating AC power which comes with 122 to 40 watts. Currently we have three products which we are going to launch. So first product is a smart switch which goes behind your switchboard and it controls all the traditional appliances. And the second product is a uh, universal IR blaster which you can call it. So it has all the sensors, we call it a sense device. It has all the sensors to see if someone is there in the room or not to control all the IR devices like uh, TV, AC and all these kinds of IR devices. And the third device which is our main device, we call it as universal remote. What this remote does is, you simply take the remote and point it at whatever the appliance you want to control. So that is how uh, we work on point and control technology. So that is what the whole uh, universal remote concept is about. For the first range of products that we have launched is the smart helmet. And just as a context, I think it's uh, important to mention that this was sort of a category creation in a country like India, which hasn't seen the, the smart headgear boom like some other countries have. So uh, we really wanted to test the price points out and you know understand the pulse of what the customer needs. So we have done extensive study and survey for that. What we found is that you know currently uh, the feature set that we are offering, which is mostly in terms of making the audio experience better as well as providing a basic accident detection. We are trying to build an end-to-end platform because what we believe is education is easy. You can today go to YouTube and watch any video about absolutely anything and learn something. So educating is one part and then building a marketplace where you can just, it's so easy for you to get started about any of those activities that I talked about mm -hmm. is what we are doing.
it's the needs and wants of the society. Since there is electric car replacing all IC powered cars, which is petrol and diesels, uh, there are small generators and other things which is running around, which is also emitting carbons across the globe. We wanted to replace that as well with the battery powered for the ecosystem to be uh, green. It is kind of both because in India this comes in luxury mm -hmm. because uh, it's not a direct need. If you get a connected experience where all you can use all the appliances, that is what uh, yeah. we are working on. I would say both because we have strategically placed the products according to those sentiments, the safety aspect. We strongly believe in this that everyone deserves to have that and the solutions are also centered around that. Whereas the physical products we are trying to bring out have mostly that aspirational angle which we want to build the brand around that. Kind of both. The way the go-to market or the entry is people start doing it as a fun hobby level because these industries themselves are very difficult and that's why we say it's it's not rocket science or rocket science is difficult yeah. but to start things in space communication drones uavs you still can pursue it as a hobby there's a need also because there's a profession that is waiting people want to become professional aerospace engineers professional astronauts professional rocketeers professional space scientists so from their perspective there's a need but from an aspiration perspective it's something that inspires you especially for young adults that we want to get into this I said it's time to market. I don't think a lot of innovations need to be precise to reach the market. You need to hit on the right time is what very important. And for now, we don't have much of a competitor in the field, but we are expecting a lot of competitors in future, like within a year or two. Time to market is not applicable now because this is a five to six year old technology. This has been there from long time. So we think that innovation, which is based on the quality, that is what going to change, not time to market is not dependent on this. I would say it's time to market primarily. If you look at the timing currently, so it's a very ripe moment where the consumers are very friendly with smart watches, you know, headphones and all of that, which are basically smart gadgets, IoT gadgets around around your body basically. So that's getting more and more popular. Acceptance of IoT is increasing every day. Plus there is this whole global need to stay connected. And all of that I think makes it a very sweet spot, which is how we had planned for this to go forward. So yeah, I'll go with time to market. Again, I would say both because as I said, the timing is perfect uh, because what we are seeing is the next 10 years, how things are evolving. So that is from a time to market. But at the same time, from a, from a skill perspective, it's something, it's not that nobody is doing it. There are people who are doing it in pockets. People have been trying to do it and they are experts for doing it. What we are trying to do it is we are trying to build a brand and a platform. They, everyone comes together. So the impact is much more. It's simplify and modernize and disrupt. It's always, you know, you simplify the existing complications. Basically, you want to have a UPS in house, you should have rewiring done for the entire house, right? For our product, we don't need any. Yes. Just buy it, put it in your uh, you know, socket, the job is done. We will be going to B2B side of segment here. We are not directly consuming facing right now, as of now, because it's little difficult to do B2C market in India for smart homes, so that is how we are planning to go by B2B. So it will be basically, it will come in sales and marketing, we'll start with that. We'll show our products to the homeowners, if they like it, then we sell our products to them and give a percentage to the B2B person, who's, that is how we are going to do. Simplify, modernize and disrupt because 
uh, I would say what we are primarily doing is we are not changing any any significant user experience. It's simply making it better. So anyone who used to take a ride still takes a ride on a bike, but we're just making the experience far better, for which the consumer is ready to pay, as well as providing extra safety angles, which again would fall under this this bracket that you say. So I would say inherently it's very disruptive. Mm -hmm. You start with something very simple, but we don't want to do it as a gimmick. For example, kids who start doing Arduino and Raspberry Pi and all of that. So that's a good start, but after that there's nothing. right? That just becomes I've done some sensors, motors, light and feel good. But what do you do beyond that? Can you take it as a profession or a hop, you know, to that level? And that's where we want to take this, uh, whatever field you choose, whether it's UAVs, whether it's space sciences, there's something there's always a next step to it. So we are trying to build that mindset that you can get into you know, ISRO or you can build your own private space companies by doing things rather than just studying. So it's improved convenience and efficiency. I wanted to do an outside grilling somewhere, right? And I wanted to carry my induction stove to have a coffee outside in a in odd station. I didn't need not to carry a lot of things. I just want to carry our product along, and then it's a, it's it does this job, and it needs to be efficient as well. It should not occupy much of your boot space in car, and those are the things which it tries to you know innovate things. I think it would be improved quality of life. Okay. For example, if you are coming from the office. And your, if your AC is on from half an hour before, and that is a convenience that you are getting. Like, I don't have to worry about coming here, turning my AC on, sitting there for 15 minutes, then only it is going to work. So this is improving your quality of life and your convenience. It would be a combination of a few of them for sure. So if I have to really take sort of a bird's eye view, it would definitely you know, be, you know, number one would be making it more convenient, as I explained. Definitely the second would be bringing an overall safety layer right, to the whole riding experience. I would say it's, it's life changing, it's kind of building careers that you never had. For example, cricket in India. Every kid knows that I have to do this, this, this to get selected in top 11 national, in, national team of India. Yeah. You want to do the same for all this, you know, life, uh, space sciences and, and these kind of fields that if I can do this, 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 then I'm set for ISRO or I can open my own space company. That's what we're doing and I think that's a major breakthrough if we are able to achieve uh, in that. Right now, there are very less hardware companies in India. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, by seeing us, some hardware companies will come up. Like there are a lot of less uh, chip manufacturing companies also in India. Right now, electronics segment is also growing. Hopefully, we will have most of in-house manufacturing in India is what I'm expecting. We currently are focusing, as I said, on the on, on the two-wheeler sector, but we do want to expand across the automobile industry. We are working with very you know big names in the industry already who are, who sort of have the you know the, the brand value and the legacy behind the, the market understanding. And we we want to stay in the ecosystem of smart mobility. And the reason I say that is. Uh, we all know that, right? The electric vehicles are the future, be it two-wheelers, four-wheelers in every way. So Altor also plans to, or Altor is thinking to plan its solutions to integrate well with that ecosystem also. So it would be smart mobility as a whole category across multiple vehicles. There are such activities happening in pockets. There are some really good people who are doing it at their own personal level. But it is not like a business or 
a platform right so the efforts are just like my hobby i like to do it right yeah. or maybe some group of people will go to a school and try to educate but the impact or or that platform is not there it's a design thinking is what i what i say uh, so you know we've identified our problem statement as it said we we have uh, invested a lot of time into the problem statement to understand is it the right problem we have picked into and are we giving the right solution to it we would say it's a very initial initial of our company to determine that but i would say design thinking only because whenever we think that uh, suppose we get an idea we try to iterate on the things and we try to show it to some of our customers like how is this how is this how is this based on their feedback we try to do some changes not much of changes can be done in a hardware startup but still we try to have a design mindset i would say it's primarily a design thinking driven mindset it's very important i think in today's world with the way modern day consumers are shaping their mindset they are like we all are bombarded with you know material constantly right be it digital physical everything so it's very important to be minimal and yet impactful you know that is something that we as a as a company as a team always believe in so that sort of echoes in all departments right be it the product design be it the user experience to simple things like having the manual and you know the small accessories to go with it so that's the way completely we look at it so yeah i'll go with the design philosophy i have been in the industry for 18 odd years and i have worked in multiple verticals so i started with cyber security i was with macp as a senior research scientist i have worked in telecom i have worked with standard chartered bank right so also from a, a profile perspective i was into i was a scientist i was a product manager you know so i was head of technology so that way that gave me a good exposure uh, to understand first the gaps and second what is the right product to build right uh, why would a customer need it you know what is it that is not working today from a current existing solution right so all all our solutions are from that that perspective yeah. we make sure that we are trying to build a brand which people would love to get associated to because end of the day it's a very community people driven thing right so so that's the plan the markets around us are on a free fall what is the cost when we look at the evolution of the enterprise it has started with family owned businesses which have moved to enterprises owned by institutional investors and then retail investors have joined the fray and the focus of businesses and enterprises have always been the return that the shareholders get even today when you look at the returns to the shareholders it is the institutional investors that drive the returns not the retail investors the institutional investors did not care about innovation the retail investors would care for innovation when they realize that there is a better way to combat the bust and boom of the marketplace and that is a changed mindset as well so let's examine that mindset that mindset to a large extent when you observe it through the lens of the future is a regressive mindset and what is the process it starts with ignorance which is mindlessness that mindlessness is 
one that says, I will create a product or a service that I believe is necessary for the market. And I will use the approach of distribution and reach, which is marketing and sales. And as long as my shareholder is satisfied mm -hmm. with the profitability that I accomplish, everything else is immaterial. And this, therefore, ignores an entire customer universe, which is the client, of course, who is paying uh, in exchange for a product or service. A team member today who has the capability to contribute to creating intellectual property. A shareholder, definitely, who needs to employ the right capital in order to derive value. A stakeholder who is critical to creating success. A business partner who can bring value to catalyze the process. A vendor who can become creative in being able to collaborate and share from anywhere in the world. A society that creates new regulations and new processes, new compliance that is relevant to modern times. And finally, the digital technology, whether it is the IoT, whether it is the devices, the sensors, the scanners and the wearables that come into the equation, right from creating the data to consuming the data and connecting it. So, is everyone not aware of this? They are. Yeah. But in their own way, they want to create products and services that still are not cognizant of basically connecting the whole customer universe mindfully. And this is the first step of ignorance, which then takes you to the next step, which is your irrelevance. So you're force-fitting a product into the market yeah. that is not re relevant. The need to see profits to the exclusivity of everything else. And that irrelevance leads to hubris. So this hubris is something that connects to what I said right at the beginning, which is the changing of mindsets. And what is that changing? That changing is basically learning in action. That learning is missing. The rate of learning has to be 4x to the rate of transformation in the marketplace. And that is something that we don't see. And the only cause for that is hubris. That we have succeeded before or we have somehow surfaced before and it will happen again. Chances are it might not. And we are not prepared for that eventuality. So it is clear you're indifferent because of hubris. And when that happens, the next step is limiting. Limiting oneself, also the environment around you. You're limiting people to think, you're limiting people to act, and you're limiting people to stay within the frame of what you consider as important. And unfortunately, this is where we are to a large extent on our planet. We have the potential and the possibility of a huge amount of people when they are provisioned with the access, the ability to contribute. But we continue to create products and services that are meant for consumption and not for contribution. And of course, 
what follows is incompetence. Incompetence, which is nothing but the fear of failure. And that fear of failure then manifests itself as mediocrity. And when we look around ourselves, that is what we see. Very simply, mediocrity can be defined as products and services that do not contribute to an improved quality of life. They contribute to convenience, but not to an improved quality of life. And in every sphere of life, mm. we face an existential threat. There can be a more better argument mm. for mediocrity True. than that. The product market fit necessarily has to address the aspiration and expectation cycle. We are addressing just the needs and wants which only increases the debt burden, whether it is the technology debt burden, the financial debt burden, the strategic debt burden. And this is a vicious cycle. A cryptic answer to solving this problem of product market fit is one, how do you design the shift of mindsets mm -hmm. from consumption to creation orientation okay. and connect this process of creation to consumption driven by data, not just at an enterprise level, but also at an individual level, which allows for intellectual property mm -hmm. to be created from which you can plug and play products and services. So this changed mind shift needs to be driven by design thinking and that will derive the design for products and services that will actually fit into the market to the aspirations and expectations. So how will innovation enable the right product market fit? So innovation is the cycle of progression. It is the very opposite of what I described as the cycle of regression to your previous question. The cycle of innovation, which is basically the path of progression, starts with innocence. Innocence is nothing but your ability to be curious. And when you're curious, you frame questions. This framing of questions then leads you into wanting to be aware of what's going on to the context of the questions that you are raising. Yeah. And that awareness is a process of exploration. The problem that we have today is one of knowledge. And we need to change that definition of knowledge, which is not what you know, mm -hmm. but what you do with what you don't know. When you basically say, I know, mm -hmm. you stop exploring. And knowledge, just like food, has got a very limited sure. shelf life. Simply because, just like food, mm -hmm. food goes bad biologically. And similarly, knowledge goes bad contextually. Yeah, it, it gets out of context because that's every day it's changing. And Life is we, changing around you. We, we are evolving as we Yes. So why isn't the knowledge that we are carrying with us evolving as well? Exactly. So that awareness, which is exploration, should then lead itself mm -hmm. into an understanding, a deeper and a wider understanding mm -hmm. of the subject and the topics and the themes that occupy an industry, that occupy uh, a life, 
And this must be a constant evolving process that moves from inquiry into exploration and then the discovery to a level of detail. So when you look around, whether it is a established fortune rated incumbent enterprise or a startup, this process of thinking is absent. This structure of advancing your percepts for innovation mm -hmm. is absent. Why? Because of the lack of a mindset that believes in creation, mm -hmm. that is convinced that the only way a new era can happen from this existing existential threats, mm -hmm. that conviction needs to occupy the mindsets of a majority of people. So now you've only come to the point of discovery. Yeah. What do you do thereafter? Is you take that understanding and define what the opportunity is or what the problem is in very precise terms mm -hmm. and find accuracy in terms of developing solutions yeah. and find solutions. So now you are defining a solution. Exactly. When you define that solution, mm -hmm. you have to find the competence to accomplish it within the scales of time, economy and space. Yeah. Time is of course the time within which the urgency with which you have to deliver. Space is basically today defined in terms of the globality. Yeah. Globality plus the locality. Yeah. How can you uh, create that shared collaboration? And essentially therefore is what is the right amount of money that addresses the precision and accuracy of delivery. And that competence repeated again and again and again mm -hmm. should, lead to, should lead to excellence. And excellence is addressing the quality of life. Convenience is just one element of it. So this innocence to excellence, to your question, mm -hmm. is the path of innovation. It allows you to create two pathways. The first pathway is the mind to market. And today we need more solutions that are mind to market. Mm -hmm. Simply because one, they have not been imagined before. Or two, we have the ability of technology, we have the ability of a new generation that demands a very different life and therefore you need new solutions. And this new solution needs to lend itself to the creation of the applications and products. This discipline of innovation is missing and this again can only happen when the mindsets are changed to the possibility and the potential of creating a new era through a larger amount of people, not just a selected few. Thank you very much.